Hello and welcome. I'm Anne. I've been thinking about what love is and is not. And this evening, I'd like to think about the statement, love always trusts. Love, in other words, is always loyal. It never loses faith. It never stops believing in the best for others. Trust involves some form of relationship and expectations about what's going to happen in that relationship. For a family, organisation or community to work well, there needs to be people who will trust each other. I have some relationships where I know the other people really well, but I also have many others where I don't actually know the person, but I understand the role that a person is occupying and what I can expect them to be or do because of that. Also what they can expect of me. And so I put my trust in them and they trust me to do the things that go with that particular interaction. Sometimes, however, I have difficulty trusting another person. Maybe that person has previously promised to do something and then not done it. Or maybe they have lied to me and now I can never be certain when they're telling me the truth. Maybe they stole something from me when my back was turned. Or they never do a task quite up to my standard and so I find myself micromanaging them. Maybe that person hasn't done any of th these things but I'm still afraid that they're going to. Whatever the reason for my lack of trust and whether or not it's justified, my relationship with that person becomes damaged. It stops the relationship from being satisfying and fulfilling. So what about this statement, love always trusts? If Jesus is my example, how did he show what this looks like? Jesus was certainly not naive or gullible. So keeping that in mind, how did he do it? I think it comes down to he never stops believing the best of others. On one occasion, a religious leader invited Jesus to his home for a meal and Jesus accepted it. It turned out that the religious leader and his mates wanted to test whether Jesus would heal somebody on a particular day. Um, they, there were many days in the week when he could do that, but there was one day in particular when he must not, as far as their rules were concerned, do that. So, of course, the meal was on a day when he wasn't supposed to heal anyone. And although Jesus probably wondered if the meal was a setup, my sense is that he accepted that invitation in good faith. He chose to trust that the man who had invited him to tea actually wanted to meet with him and to learn more about God and his love. Well, the religious leaders and his mates made sure that they had a man in his house who was who had painfully swollen legs 
and they worded him up to um, ask Jesus for healing. If he received healing, then they were going to be there as witnesses to Jesus breaking their rule and they could then use it against him at a later time. And sure enough, the man asked for healing. But before Jesus responded, he had a question of his own, which he um, asked of the religious leader and his mates. He wanted to know whether it was right or wrong to heal a person on that day. So he flipped the responsibility for acting compassionately back onto them. He wasn't naive. No one answered his question. I think because they figured out that Jesus would use it to expose their disregard of God's most important rule, which is to love God and love others as we love ourselves. They knew their actions showed a complete disregard for the man who was sick and his situation, that they were using him to have a go at Jesus, and that's all they were doing. When Jesus didn't get an answer from them, he released healing into the man and sent him on his way. He then went on to challenge the men who were left in that house about what they were doing, and he gave them another opportunity to understand God and his love. That's how Jesus' love always trusts. He never stopped believing in the best of them. And in the same way, when he chose his disciples, he knew each one had the potential to hurt and let him down, betray him. But he still trusted and loved them, even when they did let him down. Instead of abandoning them as unworthy of his trust, he encouraged and taught them. He gave them his Holy Spirit to help them. Confident in Jesus' love, they then went on to live full and productive lives, to be courageous and loving men who did amazing things in Jesus' name. In the same way, Jesus always trusts you and me. He never stops loving us. He always offers us his undeserved gift of grace. His Holy Spirit is always there to encourage and help us to have full and productive lives. And he never, he never stops believing the best in us. I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank mm -hmm. you.